What's going on? It's your boy Mixman to be here live from the NND Radio Studios for the NND Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And today's guest is a woman who literally is a star, a star in the making. Having celebrated just one year in the adult business, she has taken the world by storm. She is the most watched browser seen in all of 2021. And now she's going to be a guest on our podcast right here on MNB Radio. So I'm going to welcome her in right now, Ms. Jenna Starr. Jenna, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. And, I mean, wow. I, first off, congratulations. I mean, it's, it's just, what, just a little over a year that you've been in the in the a business, right? Yeah. Now, um, I mentioned, you know, we're going to talk about the Brassers and everything. But for people out there who are still getting accustomed to who you are um the pandemic kind of screwed a lot of people over and did a lot of crazy things for people but it also opened up doors and opportunities for people so having already known your backstory a little bit kind of explain to people who don't know your backstory like how did you get into the adult business because you had your own business before you ventured into this world so you know it's kind of a weird situation i just kind of felt like I was supposed to be doing it um like I'm following like an inner like intuition Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know I was always called like you know my so my ex's best friend um he used to call me Jenna Star like 12 years ago and he'd be like, Jenna Star, Jenna, you look like a porn star. Jenna, you're a porn star. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> he's stupid. Like, okay, blonde, tan, boobs, sure. I mean, you're checking uh, off all the boxes. Yeah, so I was just <laughs> So, like, I mean, he wasn't the far-fetched. <laughs> right. So, through time, it's just it just kept becoming like a... People kept, like, pushing me to it, you know? Like, I was just like, I think I'm supposed to be doing this because everyone thinks I'm doing it. Everyone thinks I look like it. Everyone, you know, like, people are, you know, act really weird around me and stuff. So I was like, I think I'm just supposed to do this. That's where it originally, like, in my mind, how it came up, you know? It wasn't like the throat goat, and I was like, I can be famous. Um <laughs> I mean, hey, if if, if you, hey, if you, it's not bragging if you can do it, you know what I mean? I'm learning. <laughs> um, so, so basically, I had started a business. I got out of California, the rat race, and I moved to Texas. As soon as I moved to Texas in 2016, I started my own business right away. I had kind of had like a plan before I got there. Didn't know anybody, didn't know anything at all, and followed my intuition there as well. Um, and I, in 10 months, I got my business running full-fledged off the ground and, you know, starting to live comfortably uh, for me and my family. And um, let's see, COVID hit. My business was flourishing. COVID hit, shut down my business. Everyone got shut down, and I had to. I was. I had already started an OnlyFans, though, before COVID. Um, so you you had the OnlyFans when you had your business, or no? Yes. Yeah, so I had started it because I wanted multiple streams of income. Uh, 
to build that mansion one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was already on the multiple, you know, I want to have more than one income. Plus I wanted to make money online so that I could move where I wanted to and do be more flexible and free. Basically how I'm living right now. Yes. Uh, and so that was the, the, the vision a long time ago, several years ago. And I love my business, I love my clients, but at the end of the day, even if I went on vacation and I still had to come back and I still had to be, you know, to come back at a certain time, I had clients scheduled and I was always very dedicated to my business. So that shut down. Um, That was very heartbreaking. I was very, very moody and emotional through COVID, especially hearing people who were excited about it. I just thought it was just really messed up because I worked so hard for my business and got it going. And it was just, the rug was pulled out from under me. So I had already started my OnlyFans. When COVID hit, I was like, it's all, this is, this is it. You know, it's all or nothing. I'm going to start putting all my energy into this. Um, because I, I could have tried to drain myself and rebuild my business that I already started and everything. Um, but I just didn't, I just didn't think it was, you know, I was like, I can always go back, but let me try this out and see where it goes. And, um, so, uh, I had already started the OnlyFans. I had it going for quite some time. And then Bradgers came to me in my on my Twitter and asked me to shoot for them. And I was like, well, I mean, of course. <laughs> my vagina's already out. Um, people are already, you know, so I might as well go big or go home. So it just kind of wasn't no second guessing at that point. I had already prepared myself a year prior to, you know, because it's been a few years I've been doing OnlyFans. Like before I actually started, I had was one of the one of the closer to first people to kind of get on there. One of them, um, but I thought about it for a year, and I sat on it. And when I finally decided to do it, it was just like I had let go of everything and processed everything at, at that point. So once I had, was doing it, and then Brazzers contacted me, I was just like. If I'm going to go through with this and I'm going to sacrifice certain things in my life and whatever could come of this, I'm going to go as far as I can get myself and make it worth it. So let me ask, too, because when you were doing the – you had your own business and you are doing OnlyFans, did you – I mean, OnlyFans can be – it's a slippery slope. Were you ever concerned about people finding out about your OnlyFans when you had your other business? Because you were doing them kind of like coinciding. Let me try to dig back in those. No, people were weird before that, to be honest. <laughs> really Nothing – that part of that part of COVID never changed anybody. Everybody's still weird. I talking about, and I get to open up about – people get to hear about like during that time in the past and, and all that stuff – well, I've been an Instagram model since I started my business. Okay. So and people were already I, familiar with what, you know. People were already funny about me uh, doing modeling photos, fully clothed, uh, pictures of my face with makeup, and especially moving to Texas as a more conservative. So I had a lot of strange, like, well, why do you do that? Why do you post pictures like that of yourself? Well, you know, I mean, all these guys wouldn't be after you like that or getting the wrong idea if you weren't posting those kind of pictures. You know, you're putting yourself out there. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody, so, everybody wants to save you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody wants to save me and let me know what I'm what I'm doing wrong. And that's been at every stage of my life. So it just I, I don't think it matters. I just do what I want now. Mm-hmm. So you did the OnlyFans and OnlyFans was popping, and you were doing that with. Now let me ask you too: If say COVID never happened, do you think that you would have eventually gotten into the adult business? even still having your own business or do you think that COVID was the main force that kind of drove you into it? I was already on the, I was already on that that road. I was already on the road. It just, I think it was the, how would you say this? Like the, the nudge, like you don't, I feel like it was meant to be like, you don't really have a choice kind Mm -hmm. of thing, but and it was just a nudge that was meant to be in order for me to move to my destiny into this phase of my life. So I think it just all worked out the way it should have. Even though in, at the time, I didn't know, I didn't see it, or, or I, I mean, I had a dream or whatever. But at the time, it was all just scary and, you know, and whatever. But now it's, it's like, oh, you know what? It, it was definitely meant to be. It was like a divine intervention that you were supposed to be doing this. Yeah, it's like when I when I started my it's, when I started my business and it took off the ground. Um, let's see, I was my dad had. So when I moved to Texas, me and my little ones had moved in um, with my dad for a couple of months, and him and his wife intentionally kicked me out. Um, you know, me and the kids for no reason. Actually, it was because they thought I was I was gay. Um, really, at the end of the day, that's what it was. Um, and so well, going to Texas me- will solve all that, you know, because they're, they're a very, you know, liberal, forgiving, and understanding state. <laughs> I'm being yeah. sarcastic when I say that. Well, first of all, I wasn't – it was just an impression that they had made up in their heads uh, mm-hmm. I am bisexual, but at the time, I really wasn't doing anything. And I know I've always been very close with women. I don't think a lot of people really understood that. And then especially, like, you know, them or whatever. But um, so, hold on a second. I'm like, my point of saying that was that, when my dad did that to me, um, it hurt, mm-hmm. but and it never should have happened. And but it was meant to be. I'd never lived with my dad before, by the way. But it when he did that, they thought I was going to fail. But within a matter of three months, I, I went to my sister's house with my kids, and we lay on the floor. In a matter of three months, my business took uh, took off. And it's like, you know, things were meant to be. And so that was my reference to um, the situation with COVID. Yeah. Like I said, it's like it's like a you know divine intervention that like some of these things, you know, it's it's crazy how things kind of work out in like mysterious ways like that. And then we don't it's for those people that I think understand it when they like see it happening. And then they're like, wow, like all this was like this is all planned, you know, like. You know, like Drake say, God's plan, you know, like he had somebody had a plan that this was all supposed to happen for you. And 
Brazzers, obviously one of the biggest companies in the business, you know, knocking on your door saying, hey, come shoot with us. Um, but I kind of want to take it back a little bit more because, I mean, being so free spirited, because, I mean, I think that's safe to say you're kind of, you know, open about who you are. And, you know, it's I mean, in the quick time that I, you know, just got to talk to you, I sense a little, you know, no zero, you know, zero fucks given type attitude. Like you're just you're going to do what you want to do. Um but were you always that way? Were you always like a, a very outgoing uh, child growing up? Were you always like the, the popular girl or? Not, absolutely not. So I was not the popular girl. I was a tomboy. I didn't hang out with a lot of girls very often. I would have like a couple of friends, like typical how it is now. I'd get a couple of girlfriends. But I hang out with guys and girls. Um and um there was something else you asked like i wonder like how did like the sexual proudness come about you know because it's like so i mean I actually, everybody's so, blowing me up saying you know oh my god jenna i love her she's such a free she's th- no, she does all this and i'm like yeah uh, yeah yeah no 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 yeah <laughs> so i was a very closed off like person um i grew up in church apostolic pentecostal church um no sexuality um, I remember when I, as a, a child, I, I, I think back and I remember, yeah, I was bisexual. Um, but I got in a lot of trouble for playing with my friends and, um, you know, and that, that makes you feel like you're doing something like wrong if you don't do it, um, you know, coached into that or whatever. And then didn't really think about it for years, to be honest. And, um, and I feel like, uh, you know, you just kind of feel, like, forced to conform to, like, a very straight and narrow or, what is it, societal norm, like, like lifestyle or whatever. But uh, I am way more open now, and that was, like, my a part of my goal of getting into the adult industry was to find myself more and to find my sexuality and to feel more, like, open and free and I want to, you know, and to explore more of the bisexual side of things, because uh, you never know, like, maybe maybe the one for me is a woman, or maybe the one for me is a couple, you know, like, um, so what if I have a boyfriend and a girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, there's there's people that were blowing me up on Twitter and Instagram, and believe me, they had resumes ready. It was like fucking Indeed. It was like Monster.com. These motherfuckers were sending in applications to be with you. <laughs> um, but was it more like when you, you started like experiencing and trying to find your sexuality? Um, I mean, did it did it ruin friendships? I mean, obviously you said about your, your dad and everything. But did it ruin friendships for you? Like, did anybody kind of disown you? Or like, how did that transition go so i never really i'm trying to think of okay i never really had situation where i was like into it with one of my friends and i was into her and then i tried to make a move on her and then it got weird or anything that i've never had that scenario um my friends are my friends and it's like if I could, if I could relate this to for people to understand the way I view it, because I feel like it's different for other people, and, you know, they could agree with me or not. But for me, 
it's just the same way as I would look at a guy, as I would look, I would look at a woman. You're either a friend or I found you sexually attractive, you know? Like, it's the same concept. I'm either attracted to you in that way or I'm not. So I don't really find, you know, like, oh, I'm into my friend um, or that me and my friends are playing together all the time. Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, me and my friends, unless we're doing like OnlyFans, which I don't really do with a lot of my friends unless we're in the industry. Um, so, yeah, well, uh, unless it was like separated situation. Um, well, How has people treated you since you've been in the business? Have I mean, have you felt like... Uh, it was welcoming. Have you found, I don't know, for a better word, of like closure, a feeling like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be? Yeah, I would feel like, okay, I always knew I was very, very unique. And I'm like, okay, this makes more sense um, why I always felt so unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that makes a lot more sense. It makes more sense now, um, but I'm gonna say something else. I forgot what it was. <laughs> well, I mean, talking about unique, you have a unique look to you, and um, kind of run down. Like one guy wanted to know, like, what were all the measurements? Okay, so we just did that on Nympho, and they haven't recorded. Um, and the boobs are forty. The waist was 29, and then the butt was 50. Wow. So the guy that, shout out to the guy that asked that question, because I would have guessed wrong numbers. I I mean, that's amazing. Like, I mean, you have this unique look, and obviously that's why Brazzers came knocking at your door. And having <laughs> shot, you know, several scenes with Brazzers, but then... The third scene you, you shot with them got over a million views. And like I said, it was the most watched browser scene of 2021. Kind of yeah. take us through the emotional, like, feelings of that when they tell you that. Like, that's got to be, like, a total mind fuck. Like, oh, my God. Like, over a million views. Yeah, well, nobody, I didn't really know until uh, almost, like, a, the whole year later, you know? Um, but... No, it was like really cool, and I was just like, "Wow, that's awesome!" I had no idea that that was gonna happen. That's potentially a million dudes jerking off to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, I think it's like at a, uh, I think that video is probably getting close to like two mil now. See, and everybody, and, and say, and your dad was just like, "You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna like." Two million people think otherwise. Yeah, he's just a narcissist, and the people like that, they like to be above you, and they want you to think, like, like they can pull the rug out from under you, or, or they, they like to, they need you to be below them or above you, so the, in order for them to do that, they like to tear you down and tell you things aren't going to work out, and, you know, you got to come to them, you know, and seek approval from them, and they're, they're you know, they're above you. Yeah. Now, take us through the, the process with Brazzers, like... Were you nervous the first time you're shooting? Because I mean, or have you done any? I mean, obviously you did stuff with the OnlyFans, but have you done anything like on a live set to that nature? Uh, 
yeah, man, I was nervous. I was nervous as shit. Like when, <laughs> and they contacted me in October. I didn't shoot until February, and I didn't tell anyone. I only told like two siblings and a friend, and I kept it to myself for months and months and months, and drove myself crazy. And I mean, I I could have imagined anything and everything. Um, but when I got there, it was just so it was just so different. Like, I mean, not different. I don't even know what I even thought I was going to. I tried not to think too far into it, but it was very professional, and they take really good care of you. Um, they provide everything, and I would say one of the main things they're doing right is investing into their talent. Now, speaking of talent, were you a fan of the business prior to becoming the business <laughs> out of my whole life I probably had only briefly saw porn like twice really yeah I didn't really know who anyone was I, suppose I didn't know that star was a common you know was a common name uh, that might be why I, you, you know your, your homeboy was using star a lot <laughs> well it makes sense know that you yeah know? um but i forgot what i was gonna say starting to lose my concentration <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like i said you've become this mega star in such a short time and having like i said over a million and possibly two million views now and uh like i said there there's people in the business like who have you met anybody in the business that you like became a fan of in the in the year that you've been doing this um i would say uh i thought luna star was really cool she had good energy um you know great body good energy just i can tell like she's worked really hard for what she has and um you know, like, um, is there people that you want to work with? Yeah. So I, I think it would be great to work with Angela White. I already worked at Luna Star twice. Um, I had a list. Um, I have a list too of porn stores I want to work with. (laughs) My list never seems to, like never seems to go low. Kate D. Um, uh, Angela White. And then, Siri, uh, I don't know how to say everybody's name. Siri, a doll or something. I'm probably saying her name wrong. Um, <laughs> now, is it? It's there's. Is there any guys that you want to work with, or are you just kind of just like into the chicks? Um, you know what? It's funny that you say that. I then I started learning that I would more than likely pick women uh, more often than men. Um, so. Um, I, I, so I did a, a OnlyFans collab with Zach Wilde, and he seemed like a pretty good, the video was smooth, he seemed like a pretty good performer. I think that if we did a, a professional scene together, that would go pretty well. Um, as far as guys go, actually, there's a guy, I don't know his name. Um, I found him, I was in a, a adult store here uh, by my house in Vegas, and it looks like somebody Bridget B worked with, um, but I can't find the guy's name anywhere. Um, and so I would like to 
So if mystery guy, if you were listening and you remember meeting Jenna at an adult store. No, we didn't meet. We oh, you didn't, didn't meet. meet? Okay. No, I was, it was, I saw the, I'm sorry. I saw the a DVD. Oh, okay. So he could like, so, so you realize there's like every dude that's been on the DVD cover is going to think that you're talking about them and they're going to be hitting you up. Well, <laughs> um, it was with Bridget B and he was, uh, he was deep toned. In. Okay. And I, I he he was he looked different. Like I I don't know. I, I, You're I gonna have to find his DVD now. You're gonna have to go back to that store well, and. A picture of the DVD. Oh, Let me oh. see what it says. <laughs> you gotta tweet that out. It's like a missing person here. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen... seen this man? Have you seen this cock? <laughs> <laughs> And I thought he looked like he had a really nice body, um, like. I don't. I don't like, know if we're allowed to put cocks on milk cartons. It was like missing, but. Where? I think it's in my screen. No, it's not in my screenshot. <laughs> but the cool thing it. is, like I said, you can tweet it out now. You know, and. There it is. All right. Um, the lion's den uh, presents. The best of dark X. The best of it, dark X. I recognize. I recognize on the back, or like when you look up the DVD, there's like Ricky, uh, whatever that guy's name is. There, I think Prince is on there, and then there's this guy that's on there, and his name isn't anywhere. Hmm. This is I don't the mystery. Know I'm telling you, you tweet that out, and people will. It's crazy because when we have guests on the podcast, we're always like. We'll tweet something or we'll be talking about something in the podcast. And we're like, I can't remember the name of that show. I can't remember the name of that movie or song or whatever. And I get a million responses from people. They're like, the song you were talking about was this song. And it came out this time. And it was like, they're like real life Wikipedia. That just kind of hits you up. <laughs> so you, you put yeah. that picture out there. I'm sure you, you will get a response right away. I know. I thought about it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, speaking of social media, I mean, what is that like? I mean, having so many people hit you up, like how often do you get, you know, tweets and DMs and people just wanting to kind of just have a piece of your time and a piece of maybe something else? <laughs> All day, every day. Now, I mean, is it like, can that be... You know, a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I mean, it must be overwhelming to kind of respond to everybody. Uh, I would say that's why I'm doing what I'm doing and where I'm at and why I'm here is because I just started realizing I should be doing something about it and I should be, like, capitalizing and profiting on the fact that I'm constantly solicited. And, I mean, one day things are going to start falling out of place, and I'm not always going to look the same way, and I might as well, you know, tell my story like Rose on Titanic, you know? <laughs> you know? Well, now, <laughs> now, let me ask, too, because a lot of people would like to know, like, if you had to make up your own, like, dream scene, what would be your dream scene? Like, who would you like to work with? I mean, obviously, mystery guy on the, you know, <laughs> the box DVD there that worked with Bridget B. Um, I'm sure he's probably going to be in it. Um, <laughs> we'll just call him stand-in cock number Actually, one. I think that I would be really cool. And I, I know he's not in the industry anymore, but I bet there, what is it? Uh, Jason 
something. Um, Again, we might need Twitter's help on this one. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? You know, it's like, do you want to use your lifeline? Uh, <laughs> Tweet out. His name is is James or Jason something. Love. Jason Love. Jason Love. Okay. Yeah. Now, how long do you, I mean, you say it about that, you know, you don't think he's in the business, but how long do you expect or how long, like, did you have, do you have a goal of like how long you want to be doing this or you're just kind of riding it out and seeing what kind of happens from day to day? Yeah, so I'm just seeing what, seeing like, you know, where I'm going to go and, and, uh, I feel like I'm still a baby and I'm still trying to learn and, and figure, you know, learn how to use myself to my advantage and, and, you know, work in the, the smartest ways possible and, and all that. I'm really just focusing on a lot of small goals that I'm just, you know, trying not to think, like, too far, like, past, you know, that I, I want to, of course, I want to go very far and, and everything but I'm just trying to concentrate on a lot of, like, short goals right now for the long term. Well, I mean, the good thing is Brazzers obviously recognizes, you know, talent when they see it. And, you know, they, they've they kind of made you the, the, their, their poster child. I mean, your image is being used in their ad campaigns. Um, has any of your friends, like, hit you up and been like, hey, I just saw this surfing around? Yeah, um people like I went to like school with um you know like oh yep I've seen you know but I think everybody just knows now for the most part mm-hmm. um, but it's but still got to be kind of cool to see I, I have a very small circle and I don't talk to a lot of people from my past now remember I grew up apostolic Pentecostal so when I quit going to church I lost all of those friends and all of those people pretty much so, but it's a cool it's, thing though to see your your image being used for like an ad campaign and everything. I always compare it to it's like it's like a singer hearing their song on the radio for the first time. You know, like it's got to be kind of like cool to know the fact that like having only been in the business for you know a little over a year and Brazzers is already putting like full force like you front and center as like this is the new it girl. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty cool. Um, I don't really look around too much. Maybe I should, but I did hear about how I was on um, the Carnival cruise. Why they would do that, I don't know. But <laughs> Hey, you know, like, if you're getting your name like, out there. My friend was like, oh, my God, you're on the, uh, the you know, they have the advertise like the TV, you can go and watch, you know, porn, I guess, on mm-hmm. there. Yeah, you got, yeah, you can go on there and you go. It's like when you go, we check into hotel rooms and everything. You, you know, you got that mystery channel on your your TV there, and you hit buy, and you can buy Jenna Star right there in your hotel room. I guess I haven't looked. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look next time I go to a hotel and be like, uh, yeah, excuse, go ask the front desk. Excuse me, do you guys carry like Brazzers? I don't know. I don't know what their reaction is gonna be when so I say that. By the end of the year, uh, you'll probably be able. It'll be. I'll be a lot more like known. Now, how many scenes have you shot to date? So I've been losing track now. 
Because um, I know some of them they use as like a scene and they splice it up for other movies and it's. I think I've done twelve. Okay. I think with Brazzers, there's a few of them that are not out yet. There's one coming up that I'm doing, and I just did one recently, uh, the workout one with a uh, Xander Cordovas again. Um, I did Nympho, I did New Sensations, I did the Mean Bitches, I've worked with uh, MILF.com a couple of times now, um, the Girlfriends films a couple of times now, and then up and coming, I have um, Pinky.com and Perm City and Reality Kings, which I'm really excited about. Um, those ones are coming up, and I'm like, what else have I done? So you've been pretty busy. I mean, you're not, you don't have like an exclusive deal of browsers. Like you, you obviously no. can work with anybody you want. Is there companies that, if you had to throw your your business card out there, is there places that you would like to work with? Yeah, I think they're probably the ones you're gonna hear just about everyone say, just because it is what it is. So I wanted the Reality Kings. Um, finally, that one's happening. Um, like, I mean, I think it would be cool to do like Black, um, you know, Vixen. Um, uh, you know, like I guess it's like trying to think of some of the other ones, but there's a lot of companies out there. Yeah, I'm like I'm sitting here trying to think of all the um the companies. Now we took some fan questions and a couple fans wanted to know. Uh one fan wanted to know what is what's your social life like? You said you have a small circle of friends, but do you do you get the opportunity to kinda of go out and kinda of be social or do you find that being in the business makes it harder to kinda of have a social life as far as like dating or not dating or you know, being recognized? So, I'm probably going to tell you what most people wouldn't expect. And that is that I'm a huge introvert. Really? I like to be the wallflower. I don't really go out very often. Um, like I said, I have a small circle. Um, now, I've been single for going on eight years now. Oh, wow. I've dated less and less throughout, you know, kind of throughout time. I don't know. I go through cycles. Sometimes I'll go, oh, I want to go find some date, you know. And then, and then I just kind of just like, ah, whatever. Let me focus on more on my own stuff. It's not that important. Well, that's um, good. Self-love is best love, you know. You got to make sure you, yeah. you're happy. I get I get lonely sometimes, but at the end of the day, I, I mean, I I enjoy it, you know. I was gonna say those um, DMs are just about to blow up now that you said that. <laughs> what you said that you're lonely? I was like, all those DMs are gonna start blowing up now. People are going like, yeah, I'm not lying. If I, you know, like people, are, oh my god, I'm just so single and I love it. Like, yeah, I do. I get to do whatever I want all the time, but sometimes, you know, like. Uh, it would be nice to be cuddled up with the person that I choose to be cuddled up with and do go on trips or do fun things with. But um, there was something else you asked, and I'm 
about being people, like recognized? Do people recognize you? Like, like have have you gone out anywhere? I know you say don't go out much, but in the times that you have gone out, have people like looked at you and like you're Jenna Star? Yeah, people like wait when you're you know what I I, probably, I should probably start talking to other porn stars about this because I'm like kind of like it's like a little weird because people don't want to to say hi. They just act weird. And they do weird things. Like I had a um a note left under my door at a hotel and I'm just like okay that's how you're <laughs> going to introduce yourself um I mean I guess people were yeah. like you know nervous and I mean intimidated <laughs> yeah, I have feelings well a lot of it is I don't like the it's hard for me to tell the difference between if they're just, think, they're just looking at me because I'm you know I'm I'm a good-looking woman because that's always happened or if they're looking at me because they know who I am, like, you know, but people are just acting weird around me and shifty, but it's hard to tell the difference um, until I get messages. I saw you here, you know, or... Yeah, that part uh, is weird. <laughs> someone just said they were my neighbor in my life, and I don't know if that's true or not. Um, uh, I had neighbors in my Dallas place messaging me i mean some lady uh, people were kind of recognizing me before all of that because i had already had my own fan base that i was working on with my only fans and then uh with my social media platform that was you know people i was just building myself as just me you know people mm-hmm. were just knowing i just made it a reason you know <laughs> Now, I mean, is there a certain type of guy or girl that you are mostly attracted to? Like, I mean, because I kind of feel like being an adult star and being recognized, you know, you get people with bad intentions. Like, guys, obviously, you know, they're just in it for one thing. Like, how, like, is it hard to weed out, you know, the certain type of guys that you're looking for? You know, it always was. Okay. And that's the thing. Um, so I even before that. being known in the business, it was yeah, always guys had a one-track mind. I, I got to be very, like, I just want to be very upfront about that. It's always been, it's always been like that, you know. Um, so most guys just want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, and that's how it was. And I'm new to this industry, so we can't sit here and say that that's what it is. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's, it's starting to play its own role in a, in a sense, but but yeah, it's always been that way. So it's it's probably going to take that. I mean, trying to find that perfect guy is like or girl is going to be it's going to be tough, you know. And, and like, have you ever like had to tell people like this is what I do? Like, how far into a conversation with somebody before you let them know what it is that you do? Um, I started practicing at one point, like just saying it. Um, Hi, I'm Jenna. I'm a porn star. <laughs> no, no I, I knew it. Like meeting people. Um, so now, I mean, it's, I'm pretty open about it. Uh, mm-hmm. People ask me to and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a professional, uh, in social media influencer and, and professional adult filmer. Um, and yeah, that's what I do. And I just like, whatever, you know, pretty open with a lot of the 
it now. Because I kind of feel like if I'm a guy, that that could go one of two ways. Like a guy's either going to be really excited for the fact, you know, and they think they're going to smash, or they're going to be, you know, totally turned off on it. But I guess you <laughs> kind of have to let people know that. They're always excited and want to smash. Um, and the turnoff really is like, doesn't really, it's not even a real, like, it, it exists. It's just more of a jealousy kind of thing that sets in. Like, oh, I could uh, never, you know, I could never be with a woman like that. I mean, that's just because, you know, you're, you feel jealous. Yeah, there's some insecurities there. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, hard, but it is what it is. We're, you know, we're all human. We have feelings, and it is hard to share. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, oh, someone asked too: is like, what's a typical day like for you? Having you know been in the business now, like, how often are you shooting? Like, is it? Wait, take us through so, a normal day. I'm a workaholic. Having three interviews today basically describes that in to a T. Um, I. I was going to set them all up in one day. I'm going to work on some, uh, my own solo content today. Um, and do, um, the, um, the custom and I'm getting ready to go to LA. So I got to, you know, make sure I pack my bag and then everything, everything usually revolves around work. I did take one day off the other day, and I got drunk, like really drunk, and that was cool. Uh, it was there was a party at my complex, so I was like, "Oh, let me, uh, you know, try to make some friends and be social." So I met some people. Um, yeah, it's it's like I'm either going to do content for OnlyFans or I'm going to do a scene. Um. Yeah, I'm working all the time, and if I'm not doing that, I'm planning something. I'm, um, you know, setting up a photo shoot, or I need to go through photos and, you know, book flights. And today I called it my office day, since I put three interviews in one day, and then, you know, I'm gonna sit there and uh, look at flights and just kind of organize things and recap on what I'm supposed to be doing because I have ADHD really bad. So. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. So, how are you adjusting to life in Las Vegas? Because you recently moved. So, what's what's life in Vegas compared to? I mean, because you were a northern, you know, Cali girl, then went to Texas, now in Vegas. You know, what's the the, the cultural change? Okay, so. Um, I always said I would never, that's why you'd never say never. I always said I would never move to Vegas and it would be the last place I'd move on the face of the planet. And when I would come out here and I would work, it just didn't seem very like enticing at all. But I'm like, well, if this starts taking off, I'm going to have to, which I've done before with other businesses and stuff, you know, I'm going to have to give more of my time to it. I'm going to have to put more into that and then let go of some other things or something. So I planned for a while, okay, I'm going to move. And then I finally decided to do it. And I didn't think I was going to like it at all. But I was doing it for work and there was going to be a greater purpose. Now that I'm here and things are starting to 
come together and, you know, the scenes are starting to come in and, you know, the collabs and then how much it's aiding to my success and benefiting my work and the things that I need for work, the photo shoots, everything. And the fact that I've been blessed to have my sister come out and visit me, my brother come out and visit me because I'm closer. I've been able to see my whole, just about my whole family within one month of the move. Um, so I would say things are so much better than they used to be. And Vegas is just more, it just feels like more comfortable, more of my, my stride. I mean, I still get the Karen, you know, running around, staring at me funny, giving me dirty looks or telling me my butt's hanging out just in case I didn't know. Um, <laughs> but in general, like people expect to see me here. You know what I mean? Like I'm at yeah. school, like. Ever, like I'm not getting like the the soccer mom stares. Like people are like, okay, this is Vegas. You know, she's probably doing some kind of extra, like you know, something to do with sex or some shit. You know, mm-hmm. she might a filmer or something. You're not like in the middle of like Wisconsin somewhere where it's like everybody's looking at you like, what is like, what like, did you miss a turn somewhere? Did you get off at the wrong flight or? <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I still get some weird stuff, but it's not as bad as it was like in Texas. And yeah, when I go to the smaller towns and stuff, you know. Now, what plans and goals do you have like in the future, like as short term, long term? What can we expect from Jenna Star? Um... You know, I, I still the beginning. I'm really trying to still get my my name out there and get in with them. You know, a lot of the companies I haven't had a chance to work with yet. Um, and that I mean, that's really it for this year. That's my goal is to have enough to create enough OnlyFans content and to do as many professional scenes as I can and I'm just balancing all this stuff out and that'll set me up for whatever's going to hold for next year. Well, very awesome. Let everybody know where we can find you at on socials because I know you're you're actively on, you know, like I said, OnlyFans and you're on these all these other you know, different platforms that people are, I can't keep up with all these platforms. I'll be honest with you, but I mean, you're on like Fansly and you're on other places. So let everybody know where they can find the original you. So I have finally registered. I'm so excited. I am a registered porn star on Pornhub as my name, Jenna star with two R's. So I'm super excited about my Pornhub. This is going to be huge for me this year um and um my only fans is jenna one underscore star with two r's my twitter is the same as my instagram account and it is jenna two underscore star with two r's and then my i think my my uh mini vids is jenna underscore star and then my family, I'm like, what is it? Because, um, I mean, there's people that pretend and you know, there's imitators out there. So we will make sure we get the real deal Jenna Star. 
Yeah, so there I do have my Instagram that's Jenna F Y D. So those are the only two accounts you will find is the Jenna two underscore star with two R and Jenna F Y D. Any other Instagram account just is not me. Um, unless I give anybody further details, God forbid, I leave an account. Um, and then there's um the family is let me find uh, now how do you keep up with all of these like because i i would feel like that's like an all-day job right there yeah you want to know the real truth i am high functioning autistic and i am adhd severe so i'm also like dyslexic and you know all kinds of things are going on but um, what it is is that my brain functions at a really high level, <laughs> so I'm able to multitask on an extremely high rate and pace. I was gonna say because, like, I I said to me, it would just be an all-day activity, <laughs> like updating all these sites and answering questions, and oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like I I. I think so that's I'm, why I don't I don't fuck with all these other apps. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Twitter, I'm, Instagram kind of guy. Yeah, I'm I'm constantly like going and and you know, and I'm getting a lot better about trying to be organized because it's usually just all over the place. And I'm you know whenever I think about something, I do it and and whatever. And then I'll and I've over like um like the obsessive compulsive. I've learned how to use it to my advantage when they say you have superpowers with ADHD and all that stuff. I learned how to use the things that would be negative. I learned how to use it to my advantage by, and using it to be successful. So obsessive compulsive. So if I'm obsessive and compulsive about my Instagram account, about my Twitter, about my OnlyFans, that is like, I become obsessed with it. And I, and I constantly like mess with it. And then I just get addicted to like, it's like playing a game, like when guys play video games mm -hmm. or girls. <laughs> and it's like playing a game and like, boom, you just hit another level. And, if there, and there's so much more to it than people realize. It's not just take a picture, sell it, or take a picture, you know, get followers. Um, but it's a good hustler's mentality, like being involved mm -hmm. in all these different apps. And, you know, I always tell people, it's like, just Google. Google's your friend. You know, Google will pull up all kinds of, you know, links for stuff. And I said, that's why I don't, I mean, you're a better person than I am because like I said, I, there's, I can't do Snapchat. I can't do this. I can't, like, I mean, there's, I feel like every day there's a new site or app and I'm like, that's when I start feeling old. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. So that, okay. So that's what I'm trying to say is about right now, my goals have been being about being more organized. Mm -hmm. So for instance, today I scheduled three interviews instead of going oh, I'm going to have one over here and then randomly have another one in this time in the month and then one over here. I'm like, wait a minute. If I try to schedule my interviews and organize them, like I put three in today, then I don't have to, you know, worry about, well, because I'll forget. I'll forget I have them. And then, <laughs> you know, I'm like, do, 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 do. And then Tanya's like, hey, Jenna. Uh, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that's right. Like when I was moving, oh my goodness, I forgot I had a bunch of interviews and stuff going on. Um, 
but being more organized, I want to have a day where I, that's the one day I do all my solo content, um, you know, having a day designated for everything. And then throughout, throughout the day, it's like, I've got, I got to sit there and get up in the morning and plan. This is going to be the Twitter post and this is going to be the Instagram post. And then I also need the content for each of these, you know, there's, I have Twitter content. I have Instagram content. I have OnlyFans content. I have, um, you know, now there's going to be Pornhub content because then I've got a, you know, I've got this whole plan about how I'm going to run that. And, you know, it's going to be different. Um, you know, so the goal for my Pornhub coming up is that, you're, I'm going to post on there and it's mainly for marketing and it's going to be, you know, something that you're only going to find there. Very awesome. Very awesome. I mean, it, like you say, you seem like you got goals and you got plans and I mean, it's just, it's been awesome trying, you know, just watching this whole journey this past year. And it's been an absolute honor to talk to you and be able to kind of get into the world of, you know, what it is to be Jenna star and, uh, I mean, we're excited to see new things from you and everybody. Make sure you follow her on all her platforms. I mean, I'm jotting all these down now because I need to start re-upping all my subscriptions to find out, you know, where all this content is going to be. So um, is there anything else you want the fans to know before you, we get out of here? Well, I'm glad I brought up my Pornhub. That was actually, like, like I've been so excited about that. So I really want them to know about that and to be looking for a lot of, cool things um coming from there i think everyone pretty much knows about my only fans at this point um so i do work on my family as well so that's also another option for them but other than that um i'm just really really thankful and appreciative that people even think i'm cool <laughs> i do i think you're kick-ass and i mean i mean two point some million viewers you know watching this video i mean it's just like and you stop and you think about that. Like, that's like a small nation. That's like a little country. You know, that's like a, <laughs> like, seriously, like, that's like a, like, like you conquered, like, I mean, there's probably like two million in like, I don't know what the smallest state in the United States is, but whatever the smallest state is, I'm sure the population is like two million. You just yeah. conquered an entire state. So you got 49 to go. Um, yep. <laughs> and we're going to be here rooting you on. So we thank you, Jenna, for talking to us. Uh, we can't wait to see more things from you coming up soon. Thank you. Hello, this is Jenna Starr, and you are listening to Mixed Master B on MMB Radio.